The Cappuccino Podcast brought to you in association with Tactical Solutions. For all your tactical solutions, check them out at www.tactical.co.nz. It's that time again, so grab yourself a cup of joe and get ready for the Cappuccino with Constable Brian. My guest today on the Cappuccino, Angela Besant. Have I got that right? Yeah. There you yep, go. Look at that. It. The good that's word. It. Nice. Business owner, coffee addict, uh, strong believer in creating your own unique career path in life, which she definitely has done. Uh, she's an executive career leadership coach. She's been a facilitator specializing in learning and development. Uh, she has done business mentoring. She's been public speaking. She's a motivational speaker. She's a mum, which is probably her most important job, as every mother will tell you. And more importantly, and um, something for us all to aspire to if you are a cappuccino guest, she's the head honcho of Deadly Sins Coffee, New Zealand's strongest coffee. So rather than me buying the coffee, she's actually brought me one. Big <laughs> high five to you. <laughs> nice. Welcome to the cappuccino, Angela. Thanks for having me. Right, okay, so we're going to play the speed round, which is dedicated to the world's best police movie called Speed with Keanu Reeves in it. Um, the best music to listen to with a cup of coffee is what? Well, I'd probably like to sit there with a with a smooth cup of coffee and a bit of Nina Simone. But if you Ooh. ask my husband, he'd be into a bit of Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, magic! That's <laughs> a man after my own heart, right there. Good work. How do you take your coffee? So, um, personally, because I'm trying to be a little bit healthy, but new age, I like to have a uh, little bit of coconut milk. Ooh, actually, there you go. Coffee, yep. a little bit dairy free. Okay, we can all drink it black and bitter, no, I guess. Yep. That's right. uh, what was the last book that you read? Um, so, actually probably quite fitting, it's um, called The Little Coffee Shop of Kabul. Right, so, yes. Yep. Yeah, great, I know about great, little, it. Yeah. great little read, um, and yeah, so there's actually a sequel that I'm going to read next. Good work. Desert Island, you're on it for a week, you're only allowed to take three things, I'm guessing I know what one of them is going to be. Uh, what's three things you can take on the island, what would you take? Um, I'd take my spa pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if I could... Plug it in somewhere. Um, I take some coffee. Yep. And oh, look, I have to say, I take my family. There you go. Yeah. You, you owe the money. <laughs> I have to say that. You do. You do. Apart from coffee beans. Yep. What do you do? You collect anything? Um, no, but I still have my eraser collection. We used to. Oh call yeah, 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 yeah. My okay. rubber collection yep. from when yep. I was about ten. I had boxes of them. Let me guess. I'm just going to throw it out there because I'm going to say roughly about the same age. You've probably got strawberry shortcake in there. <laughs> yes, yeah, there and go. I had strawberry shortcake roller skates. There you too. go. Awesome. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the best city in the world for sitting and drinking a cup of coffee, in your experience, is what? Paris. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great people watching. Nice. Yep. Uh, New York City's pretty good for that as well. Yep. I'm just saying. Yep. Is coffee best by yourself or with others? I oh, know, that's a tricky one. I When I wrote that question, I was like, hmm. Yeah. Well, so I'm I'm a real extrovert, so I'd say with others. Yep, cool. Yeah, that's, that's the way I went as well, yep, so good. good. Uh, so in the middle of a pandemic and a lockdown and everything else going on, you, and you're working from home, you decide that where do I find a super strong cup of coffee and end up starting Deadly Sins Coffee what was that light bulb moment like? Because let's be honest, not. I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit later on, but best time to start a business is probably not in the pandemic, not with everything closing down in the world. 
and everything else. So when was that moment where you had your sort of Nero sitting in the bathtub and went, yes, I'm going to do this? <laughs> wow, it was close to a bathtub actually because I, so my husband and I have lots of chats in the spa pool. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, spa yeah, pool is yeah. my favourite place, yeah. you probably can tell. Yeah. And um, and we um, we both like going to the gym. We like to have a strong coffee before we go to the gym. And yeah. we'd, we'd just been chatting about the fact that um, there, we've we've never really come across a super strong caffeinated coffee that gave us that real hit mm-hmm. and and real energy to get to the gym. And so we were we were just chatting about it in the spa one night, and then um, through lockdown um, saw a lot of my my ex colleagues in hospitality because yep. I worked in hotels for a long time and saw a lot of them really struggling and and that kind of hit home with me. But it also because I am intrinsically positive about life, yes, yep. I thought how could we. How could we do something positive? How could we actually create some kind of business and and really adapt it to what people need? So lockdown, people are working from home. They can't go to a cafe get their favourite coffee. We're wanting a stronger coffee. I I like to be creative and and do different things like yep. driving my career. And so I was like, hmm, let's have a look out and see what's <laughs> yeah. out there. Yep. And just started researching. Um, had a bit of time on my hands at home and started researching and thought, yeah, there's really some good coffee out there but mm-hmm. they're all a bit boring yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. um and really just thought of this concept of having a kind of an edgy brand and a super caffeinated coffee and it just grew from there yep. just started looking at doing some research learning a lot about coffee yep. a lot about beans and blends and talking to roasters and talking to my colleagues and my friends and and uh, and kind of nine months of research, and suddenly we were launching it, and that was it. Right um, now, previously yep. you've been a leadership coach. Yes. Right? <laughs> Put that head on now, and if I say to you, Ange, I've got a really good idea during a COVID lockdown about coffee. What does the leadership coach in you <laughs> say to me? Does it go, Are you serious, or does it go, It's your dream, or that'd be really good. Pursue it. What what? Like logically, when you think about it, oh, that's when you, right. Yeah, <laughs> when you put when you put your leadership coach hat on, yep. was there a part of you that was like, oh, this is either going to fly or it's going to be like the world's biggest banana skin no one demand? Yep, yep, absolutely. Yep. And there, you know, there's always a risk of that. I think because um, I do a lot of career coaching as well, yep. so I deal with a lot of people who. Um, who maybe have been made redundant or want to change careers, and they're really afraid of doing it because yep. of the unknown. And I think actually when you step into the unknown, you get outside your comfort zone, you grow and you learn, and you're going to make mistakes and you're going to fail, but um, but you've always got to keep moving forward. And so I've, I've got to practice what I preach <laughs> yeah. and uh, and yeah. go, do you know what? Well, let's just give this a go. And and to be honest, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat risk-averse, so I'm not a super high risk taker. Yeah. So for me it was about um, investing a bit of money into it, but not going out there and investing hundreds and thousands of dollars. Yeah, when yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know if it was going to work. No. So, um, so I guess from a from a leadership point of view, it was. I mean, I, I did coach myself, right? Yeah, Gave yeah. myself some advice and yeah. said, "Well, you know, where are your skills? What are you good at? And what will you need help with?" Yep. So this can only work if I look at the areas that I need some some help with, and then and get some people involved in, in giving me the skills that I don't have yep. to make this work. So. so obviously you've started in the spa pool, right? And look, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, We're lucky it's not called spa pool coffee. Um, right, <laughs> yeah. right, let's be honest. Most coffee drinkers have sat there to themselves. We've all done it before and gone, it's not bad, but, you know, I reckon I could make a better coffee brew yeah, than that, yeah. right? So what was your very, very first step? You step out of that spa pool and you think to yourself, right, I'm going to start Deadlands Coffee. What's the next step? What, can yep. you remember what the next thing you did yep. was? So um, so pretty much, the, the I think I, po- I went to bed that night and I pondered 
went to sleep, got up the next day, and I just went online. So I just yep. thought, I'm just going to see if anyone's doing this. Because I think that was the first thing. We didn't want to join the hordes of, of coffee providers or suppliers out there. We wanted to do something different. So I was like, first of all, I have to check if someone else is doing this. Yep. Um, so it was literally get on, have a Google and go, hmm, okay, looks like a bit of a gap in the market. Yep. Uh, so that was really the first um, thing to see whether it was going to. Now, like you said, it's come from your gym buddies because you guys have coffees before you start. Yep. Um, like I do before I go to jiu-jitsu. I normally have a cup of coffee before I go, and then I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, I've got the blackness <laughs> in, my, in my soul again. That's all yep. good. Um, did you, were you a little bit worried that you were going to turn into sort of like a, and I always say to people, and apologies now to all the energy drink drinkers in the world, <laughs> um, whenever they say, oh, I drink this or I drink that, I'm like, oh, well, one day when you grow up to be an adult, you'll drink coffee. Um, were you a little bit worried that you were going to turn into sort of like a, a niche sort of energy drink or not at all? Um, no, I, I don't think, I don't think we were worried about that because my, like I don't drink energy drinks. Yeah. No, well, I'm the same. Yeah. yeah. And, and probably cause they're full of sugar. They're full of a whole lot of stuff, which is bad for yep. you. And actually when you look at, at caffeine, some people can't drink caffeine for various reasons, mm-hmm. but caffeine actually is a bit of an enhancer. So there, there are lots of benefits to having caffeine. So for me, it was something that wasn't. I couldn't do something that was really unhealthy for you. Yep. And for me, that's what energy drinks are. They'll give you the, the quick hit, but they'll also yep, you know, you're filling out. yourself up with sugar and all sorts. So for, for coffee, it was something that it's a big part of everyone's life. And if we could just really ramp it up and enhance it, that's kind of what we were aiming for. Yeah. Um, now, along the way, I'm going to assume that you've had many focus groups. <laughs> yes. Uh, that you have drunk some awful cups of coffee yep, yep. yep. Um, and we'll talk more about the beans in a second and everything else from your stepping out of the spa pool to getting it first bag of beans out the door how many cups of coffee do you reckon you drank Ooh. roughly <laughs> Okay, so we have one, so 365 days <laughs> yeah. times on average four, oh, a couple of grams. Yeah, 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 roundabout. That's <laughs> what I thought. Yeah, right. So, like I said, it was um, based because you, you and your gym buddies all had sort of, oh, this would be really good, that, that type of stuff. Yep. How nervous when were you when you went back to your gym buddies with your first batch and went, because like, let's be honest, everybody's got gym buddies, and part of the reason they're gym buddies is because they are brutally honest about <laughs> everything yep right um they'll tell you you're getting fat they'll tell you geez you should be lifting more than that or whatever yep. um how nervous were you when you took down your first batch of coffee look really nervous yeah i were i'm i can be a bit of a people pleaser at times so yep. i was absolutely freaking out <laughs> yep. that they would drink it and go mm, yeah it's really nice and uh knowing that it was disgusting so i i was really nervous about that but i think um i mean we had we did a lot of trials with different blends so yep. we were kind of getting to the point where we were like okay we've got we've we know we've got a blend we've got some good feedback so when i when i gave it to all my gym buddies we had it we knew we had a Good thing, but I still didn't know if they were gonna like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so it was a bit of a risk, and I was nervous, I had total butterflies in my stomach, yeah. Oh, god, <laughs> what's yeah, gonna yeah, happen, yeah, yeah. And um, but the feedback the feedback was great, and then I went through the process of going, Are they just saying that to be yeah. nice to me? Yeah, yeah, are they being real gym buddies? <laughs> yeah, are yeah, they yeah, really yeah. gym buddies, or are they, yeah, you know, are they a bit like me and people pleasing? Yeah, um, so I, I think for me. Um, the greatest feedback has been the review process. So we use a system called Yopo, which um, been there, done your, that. Your, yeah, 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 all yeah, your, yeah. Oh yes, all your um, reviews. Yeah. And 
And, I mean, the reviews say it all, right? Yeah. It's real stuff. And people people love people love it. They're loving it. So I'm like, okay, good. Nice. Now I can good. relax. Yeah, it's yeah, taken yeah, a while, yeah. but I can yeah. relax. I don't have that many friends in the world. It's actually <laughs> yeah. Pr- primo, yeah. yeah. Um, what made you go down the strong cup of coffee path as opposed to let me just make a good cup of coffee or let me make another blend of coffee? Because like, like I said before, you know, Every every coffee drinker around the world has sat there and gone, that's not bad, but that's too bitter. Or mm. if I took some of that and put some of that there and everything else. So what made you deliberately go for that, I know, I'll double the caffeine? Because, I mean, let's be honest. If, I mean, we're both gym goers and everything else. You say double the caffeine and straight away there's part, well, stronger caffeine, I should say. Um, there's part of you that goes, hmm. Okay, is that going to be all right yeah. for me or not? Yeah. <laughs> and how much caffeine is not too good? So, yeah. yeah. So what made you go for that sort of strong cup of coffee? Um, I think, again, it was just having kind of a finding the niche, a niche in the market. So, you know, the coffee market's saturated. Yeah. You look out yep. there, everyone's doing their own coffee, right? Yeah. It's a cool thing to do. Um, but, and, and I thought if I do this, I want it to be different. I don't want to be competing with a thousand other coffee brands. No. And so for me, it was having something that, what, what's going to be my point of difference when I go out there? And also, it really was about when you have a coffee, feeling that hit. And yep. I just wasn't I wasn't getting the hit that I, that I <laughs> yeah. wanted. Um, and I'm so, into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you, like I really struggle to get myself to the gym sometimes. Yep. So now I have my ritual with my coffee and then I feel it and then I go and then I'm into it. So, um, so I think it was really finding that niche and knowing that... Um, that there, there weren't, yeah, there weren't really anyone else doing it. And, no. and the caffeine, when you say double the caffeine, it sometimes sounds not great. No. But we've also balanced that really, really carefully. So we're on the very cusp of the highest caffeine content we can have that won't affect the taste. Yep. Because you could have, um, so the caffeine is the robusta bean. Beans, yep. yep. And if you had 100% robusta, um, I guarantee 99% people would go, Bleh. Yeah. You know, it has this big frothy creamer on it that's all bubbly and it's, yeah. you know, it's not nice. So we've we've really tried to balance that out. We go, okay, that sounds it's like the super voice... strong, but oh, it's still got a lovely taste. That so. sounds like the voice of experience in there, having had a robust coffee possibly. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yep, yeah, somewhere along the line. Yeah, yeah. Um, so during lockdown, roasters, grinders, packing supplies, yeah. uh, graphic artists, all that type of stuff. Mm. Um, they're not readily available, I'm going to assume, because they're generally sort of like, oh, I've got to work from home and I've got to do this and everything else. And yeah. what was the supply chain and the logistics of it? Because obviously, as a coach, you've mapped it all out. Yeah. But you've got to go, oh my God, how am I going to get that roasted? How am I going to get those grind? How am I going to get those beans ground? How am I going to do this, blah, blah, blah? Because, I mean, look, let's be honest, at the time you released it, it's not like the world was like, Come on in, Angel. Uh, mm. Yeah, great. Bring your product in and we'll take care of it. Yeah. So yep. how did you handle that? Um, so, yeah, absolutely. There were some obstacles with that. So I guess it was just being adaptable to um, to get some help from people who could do it from home. And this is the kind of thing that we could we could have Zoom meetings with people and we could get advice and then have to come and see us necessarily. Yep. Um, with our, we, we talked to a number of roasters and at that stage it was... Zoom or they'd they'd do a, a roast and courier to us, and so yeah, it was a bit different because we lost that kind of face to face engagement yeah. with them. Yep. Um, but when we so there was a period when we came out of that that first lockdown where we were then able to go and visit the roastery and really kind of hone what we were doing and the blend and and do all that stuff. So, I, like anything, I think you have to adapt yep. to doing things differently. But it's 
I, th I think the only, I think when we first, when we had our first rush on sales, we were like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we've run out of beans yeah. and we've run out of this. And yeah. So it's all learning. Yeah. And I, you know, you've got, you've got to fail to learn. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is just figuring out a different way of doing it. As a business coach, because now that you've, you've done business previously before the pandemic and you've done it via Zoom and everything else to establish DSC Coffee, um, which do you think is easier? Because I'm guessing, like, if you had had the traditional sit down at a cafe, let's bring your five or six brews out from the roaster, blah, 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 and everything else, that process could have taken months mm -hmm. of, uh, how am I going to put this nicely? Um, creative speak, possibly, yeah. Um, <laughs> but in reality, like you said, you know, uh, you are ringing up the roaster, they're dropping off a blend, you're trying it at home, which is perfect because it's... Not, I'm not going to say it's not a cafe standard type of coffee, but it's like most people make their coffee at home if yeah. they're not eating, not not drinking it at the cafe. So, did you think it actually streamlined the process for you or not? Um, yeah, that's a really good point because um, I know if I go and have a meeting with someone, I like to chitter chatter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that can take time. Um, so I think, yeah, I think it it does help with doing, you know, your meetings online because you you stick to time frames and you, you know, I, I mean, I prefer face to face. So if I'm in an online Zoom meeting, I want it to be as quick as possible. Yeah. So yeah, I think that actually, in terms of actually just getting things done, um, there was there was nothing that we had to be present for, and so yeah, it possibly did make it fast. Hmm. The, the only thing's been, you know, getting things couriered and and waits on yep. the couriers and stuff like that. But apart from that, um. Yeah, no. it's, been, it's been a pretty so, and, and I could sit at home and I could just work away right? yeah. in between the kids being home and managing them and you know my husband was at, at his role but his, doing his job but working from home and, yeah. and I could just do it when I needed so yeah now branding a product is no easy task either right so how long did it take you to come up with a process and um, like Deadly Sense Coffee has got that famed logo yep um, how long did it take you one to come up with the logo and two to come up with the name Deadly Sense Coffee, because mm -hmm. let's be honest, everybody I speak to that comes up with a brand has gone, yeah, we chose this name, but we had this one, and we thought, eh. So I'm going to, mm. it's a multi-pronged question, so how long to come up with the logo, how long to come up with Deadly Sense Coffee, and was there a name that you got so close to using, but you didn't in the end? Ooh, good question. All right, there you go, <laughs> right. Um, so I think from, from the beginning, I don't know why, but I had a picture in my head of skull and crossbones yeah i thought you know caution warning um hardcore um that kind of kind of picture and it, and it was again just doing some googling and looking at other brands around the world and so i i and i've always liked round yep. things logos and so it, so it didn't take that long to have it in my head and i um had a designer that i found online who i kind of pitched some ideas and what they came back with i, I was like oh that's it. Nice. <laughs> it was it was pretty easy because I, um, I mean it's it's not a highly complicated logo, but it really just fitted what I wanted. So we took that and we adapted it a little bit and made sure it was printable on t-shirts and stuff like that. Um, so so that was a that was pretty quick. I kind of looked at them and went, oh, done. Yeah, Great. okay, well, <laughs> which yeah. is good. Yeah. Um, and, and did you come up with the name? 
yourself or yeah, was yes. it just a matter of trial so, and error? No, so I, I had an epiphany when I was getting my hair cut. Oh, there you go, yeah. Cuts, I've done it since the 90s, but yeah, <laughs> no. that's fair enough. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, that's yeah, all right, yeah. it's all good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right, hubby's bald. Yeah, that's so, all good, yeah. Lots yeah. of bald yeah. jokes yeah. in our, in our yeah. house. Yeah. Um, so, we, yeah, we did. We played around uh, with lots of names. So I, sat, I remember sitting on the deck one day and I wrote out all the... Um, the kind of rebellious words that I mm-hmm. can think of and, and our brand words are like bold and unapologetic and yep. so I was thinking of like hardcore words what we could call ourselves um, and and I did at the beginning think of something like rebel like rebel coffee or then I was like it's not it's not quite there it's no. not quite hardcore yep. enough yep. Um, and so I was having my haircut and I was like seven deadly sins I was like oh deadly sin deadly sin coffee deadly sin coffee car. I was like I think I've got it. So, yeah, go. yeah. Yep. So I quite, I'm someone who quite like to make quick decisions. So I was like, yeah, like it, let's do it. Okay, good. Old. So, <laughs> what was the name that got so close but didn't actually become DSC? It re- the o- the only other one was really Rebel. Yeah, there you coffee. go. And okay. the, and that kind of I kind of put aside. So I wasn't really looking and going, oh, should we do it? I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not happy. Yeah. Something else needs to come to me. Yeah. Which is different. Yeah. Having my hair cut. Yep. As you do. Yeah. <laughs> so when you finally decided on Deadly Sin Coffee, were did you and you like as you do, you take a step back and go, right, okay, how's this going to work and everything else? Um, there's been some other companies in New Zealand that have used names that aren't similar, but they've sort of, yeah, but like you say, they're kind of rebellious. They're sort of in your face and. Um, proud and not apologetic and that type of stuff mm. were you worried about some of the connotations or some of the things that could happen with deadly sin coffee or were you just like to hell with it this is it let's go um, we're moving yep i did yeah i did yep. um i i thought uh, are people going to want to affiliate themselves with a logo that looks a little bit like a, a patch yep. maybe yeah 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 yep. <laughs> um yep. uh, i was like will cafes want this um, so I did. I went through all those thoughts in yep. terms of the name and you know deadly sin. Is it because there were some other names that I thought, well, that's cool, but I can't. That's yeah. inappropriate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so I certainly thought through that. But I also had to keep in mind um, the the brand idea around unapologetic and go. Do you know what? I don't care. Yeah. I want to call this what yeah, I yeah. want to call it unapologetically. Yep. Going to call it deadly sin. Yeah. So. It was definitely a consideration, but I thought, you know what, if they don't like it, well. It's not going to last long, is it? But it has, so that's all good. What's been the biggest challenge to you personally about the whole Deadly Sin Coffee adventure? Ooh. The the one that's just, you know, sometimes you just have gone, nah, this is getting too hard, I'm just not going to bother. Probably um, spinning plates. Yeah. So, you know, having... Because uh, I still I still do a lot of coaching, um, business mentoring, and my kids are eight and ten, so you know they're they're, they're very sporty yep. kids. Yeah, like they've got football and netball and everything, yep. um, and just all of the the pieces that go together. So to set up this business, I mean we've got we've got so many systems and and learn. I have to really apply myself to sit down and be analytical and learn a system. Um, and so actually applying myself and having the headspace to go, right, I've got an hour, I've got to work out how to use Shopify, or I've got an hour tomorrow, I've got to work out how to use Yopo, or, you know, and for me, that's been really quite mentally taxing yep, and draining. Yep, yep. Um, but do you know what? Because it's it's my thing, 
I'm not going to do it. I'm yeah. the only one who can make this work or not, really. Yeah. And I've got to put the work in. And and my family have been amazing. And my kids have been amazing. And yeah. they're always like, oh, you're doing coffee, mum, again. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've tried to involve them as much as possible. And, yeah. So, yeah, oh, that's, so that's um, a good thing. Just, le- just learn it, just constant learning every yep. day. So now looking at caffeine and coffee, it's yep. the robusta bean mm-hmm. that makes the caffeine super hit, so yep. to speak, right? Yep. But it's extremely bitter, like you've said before, and I've had the pleasure of having a coffee that's had <laughs> too much robusta bean in it and yep. gone, yeah, mate. <clears throat> yep. Anyway, um, how long did it take to get the mix just right? Because Deadly Sin Coffee is strong on the caffeine, but like you say um, in all of your sort of... I was going to say propaganda. Literature, <laughs> um, the mix, it's super, super smooth. Because like when you said it's New Zealand's strongest caffeine uh, hit, I was like, oh, I'll try this because I like quite bitter or Turkish-flavoured coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was expecting it for it to be a real sort of hair-turner, but it's not. It's super smooth, yeah. and you still get that caffeine hit. So how long did it take you to get it just right? Uh, yeah, quite a while. So, um, so I, you know, whilst I was coming up with a brand and doing all the other bits of the business we were trying different blends yep. so we were looking at um so so our idea was a super caffeinated yep. um blend and we knew that we had to add in the robusta so it, it probably took a good um kind of six months of testing really yep. to go okay we need to put a little bit more robusta in and go oh it's too much we'll pair it back a bit and then we'll add a different bean in there um and so it was really fun actually going through that <laughs> process yep. so um and it and it is I mean, I could have I could have created New Zealand's strongest coffee and just gone with robusta, but yep. it's New Zealand's strongest and smoothest. Coffee. Yeah, 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 so, exactly. Yeah, know, yeah. I don't want to say that we are just the strongest. No. We're the strongest and the smoothest. Yep. Because yeah, yeah. for me, I don't like bitter coffee. I like strong coffee, yep. but for me, the taste is yep. super important. And like you say, strong coffee is actually a real acquired taste, and yeah, it's not for everybody. To be fair. Yeah. Um, now, question for you, because I know that you probably had some eureka moments just as you go into bed or say, oh, if we did this or we did that, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Um, when's the latest time in the day that you actually drink coffee? <laughs> I'm probably a bit of a freak when it comes to this. <laughs> no, I'd, I probably, I can't, probably five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So the, the international rule of thumb is about three o'clock. So yep. they say that, you know, you shouldn't really have three o'clock, uh, coffee after three o'clock because it takes about six hours for the caffeine to process through your body, depending mm-hmm. on your body and all sorts of stuff. Um, so I'm five o'clock. I have some friends who don't have it after 12 in the day. However, my tennis coach, who loves my coffee, has a shop before bed. Yeah, I can say, so I, hand on heart, I can have a double espresso <laughs> 20 minutes before Did I go. Really? And I'm, yeah, I'm not fast asleep, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. It's an acquired skill. Uh, so when you see all the studies about caffeine, it's good for you, it's not good for you. Mm. It stops this, it stops that, it doesn't stop this, or oh, it might cause this, blah, blah, blah. Like most coffee drinkers, like myself, you probably sit there and just go, eh, whatever, I actually like coffee. Uh, for me, it's kind of a little bit of a social activity as well, because yep. uh, we're both people people. Um, and yeah, as long as the benefits outweigh the harm, what are your thoughts on it? Because like every single week, there's another study come out on the pros of caffeine, the cons mm, of caffeine. Mm. It'll stop this, blah, blah, blah. Do you just sit there and just go like the rest of the world's coffee drinkers and just go, eh, whatever? Yeah, um, I mean, you know, there, there's definitely, I mean, yes, there's, there's pros and cons to everything, right? Yeah. So, so I look at caffeine and go, well, if you're, 
if you're a coffee drinker, you you kind of know where your limits are. Yeah. So, I mean, I know if I have one too many coffees, I do, I start get feeling a bit like, oh, yeah. a little bit kind of empty almost. Yeah. Yeah. I hope my brain's not quite working. Um, so, so I know my personal limits with yeah. caffeine. Um, you know, if you've got really bad heart issues or something, you don't have caffeine, then don't have our coffee. Yeah. So I, I think it's, there's, there's definitely, like anything, if you have too much of something, it's probably not good for you. Yeah. Um, with caffeine, if you if you have caffeine, there are definitely some advantages to that. So, um, but it's also looking at when I mean, there's a lot of stuff online, a lot of stuff in oh, the news, yeah, yeah. and you look and go, okay, well, where are the studies behind? Yeah, it? exactly. What, yeah. what do I want to buy into? Yeah, and this doctor's actually a doctor of chiropractory, not in, yeah, well, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's what. So, uh, recently read uh, during an enforced lockdown. Thank you to the coronavirus. Yes. Uh, Dave Grohl's book, in which he oh, describes. Yes. Drinking, ready for this, up to five or six pots of coffee a day. Whoa. Yeah, and then going to see his doctor and sort of saying, oh, hmm, I've got a few issues here. Um, <laughs> and the doctor can't find anything wrong with his heart and everything else. He said, how much coffee are you drinking? He tells him, he's like, whoa. Yeah. Um, like you say, everybody's got their limits. Mm. Mine's like three or four a day. Yep. Where do you draw your line in the sand? Uh, yeah, mine's about four a day. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, my last... I have one, one when I, a super strong one where I get up, have my, straight away have my shot. Yep. Um, and sometimes that's not with coconut milk, so I get yep. a little bit more hardcore in the morning. Living uh, on the edge. Yeah, yeah. living yeah, on the yeah, edge. Yeah. Then I'll come home and um, quite often have uh, a big coconut coffee. Yep. And then I'll have another one after lunch, and usually I'll have one about 3.30. So it's about 4, yep. depending on what I'm doing. Okay, yeah. all right. So... Deadly Sin Coffee, you also sell merchandise as well. What was the reasoning behind the merchandise sales because like you say you've done a lot of research overseas and there's lots of overseas coffee companies that also sell merchandise mm. as well mm. um was that your idea or did somebody say to you hey actually Angie, if you're doing this you might want to consider doing this or was that all your brain job um i think it was just really based on my research so you know i looked at looked at other organizations out there who were doing really well and merch just seemed to go along with uh, was selling coffee or selling yep. products, and also having a ten-year-old son who yeah. is a, a, loves gaming. He's yeah. always talking about merch. I yeah, don't yeah, know what yeah, merch yeah. meant like yeah, a couple yeah, of years yeah, ago, and he's, yeah. he wants the some gamers merch. And yeah. so I was like, okay, well, merch is obviously quite cool. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll have uh, some of that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, let's do some merch, yeah. and, and it's just a really good brand alignment. People love wearing wearing the merch, and I saw you wearing guilty as charged. Yes, yeah, yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. I'm very impressed. Yeah. So um, yeah. and and also. The, I like that creative side because coffee, the coffee is what it is, mm-hmm. and um, and for us to be able to um, grow and to change and to bring out new lines of stuff can be in the merch. So we've got um, working with um, a designer, Mr. Wolf, who does some who did the skull design. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, um, yep. And we're going to hopefully work with him and do some other designs so that we can bring out limited editions. And um, we've got some really cool new uh, like. Uh, st- weatherproof stickers that people I had someone ask for some stickers for their snowboards Correct. so yep. stuff like that so I just thought it's a really cool add on yep, definitely. Um, yeah and it's working well alright now being leadership business coach how far have you got Deadly Sin Coffee planned out are you have you got the big whiteboard there with the one to three oh, to five year business plan right, yep. uh, and what would you say if again like this change hats just so that people get some idea if I said to you put on your leadership coach hat and imagine you're talking to yourself about your business without giving any way secrets. What would you say uh, to yourself about, okay, and you need to do more planning on this or have you thought about three years or have you thought, because 
as we all know, there's every everybody comes up with an idea or a business, but and you'll very often read books that say, oh, you need to have your first five years completely planned out, which I kind of agree and I don't agree with because, as I know as a police officer, I can walk across the street and get hit by a car and yeah. there's the end of my three-year plan. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of a little bit dubious about it. But what? how is your process of thinking? How do you th- sort of, when you put your leadership coach on and you look at Deadly Sin Coffee, yep. how, how do you plan it? Uh, so you know, absolutely have a plan but hold it loosely yep. is, my, is always my philosophy around it. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's really hard to not get overexcited at the beginning about all the stuff yeah. that I could do. Yep. And and I do have to go, whoa, hold on, one one thing at a time. So so I've got a, I've kind of got a five-year plan and I've got stages of things that I want to introduce. So obviously the first thing was the proof of uh, concept. Yep. So is this going to work? Do people like my coffee? Yep. And do they like the merch? And is it selling? Which we've got past, which is great. That's good. Um, and so then it's looking at things that how do we scale business? So, you know, I'm selling coffee. That's great. How do I get repeat customers? That's important thing. Um, then it's looking at um, diversifying into cafes, into supplement stores. So we've got a couple of people we're talking who have online um, supplement stores for gyms mm-hmm. and really keen to have our coffee. Um, so it, then it's looking at at that area. Then we've got another market of um, we've got a couple of organisations that have set up accounts and they're getting coffee sent for all their staff. Yep. So a lot of um, construction companies and you know which is really cool. So yeah, that's that's cool. So that's kind of the plan to grow it, but also very conscious that uh, we, we've got to we've got to just go step by step. Yeah. So I've got to um, just. Walk before you run, before you fly. Yeah, yeah. manage my excitement. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, we could do this, or we could do that. Yeah, and just go. Let's just get through this first, yeah. and then yeah. But but also with a plan, you know, I know with any business things can change, and as we've seen in the last two years with COVID, you know, one day we're we're all going to work normal, and the next day we're in this pandemic. So yeah. you've got to be able to um, buzzword from COVID pivot. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, well, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, right, and be able to adapt and go. Okay, well that's not going to work anymore. So let's. Let's look at what we need to change and be flexible to do that. So if I ask you, as most leadership coaches do, what's your why, <laughs> right? What's your why and what's the one thing you want to achieve as Deadly Sin Coffee beyond sales, obviously, because if you don't have any sales, you don't have Deadly Sin Coffee, blah, blah, blah. What would you say? So what's your why and what do you want to achieve? I, I think the why is re- what's around the customer, really. So it's it's to, to share the love of strong coffee around the world. That's that's why I, I want to share it. I'm a people person. Yep. I want to. I'm a, I'm a people pleaser. I want to give people something that they want. Yep. Um, and I, you know, as I always say to my husband, I couldn't do this if it was socks. No. Yep. Yeah. No. <laughs> like no. Every time I pull the cat off the bucket of beans, I go, Oh, <laughs> yeah. this is great. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so I think that the why the why is that is the my passion and wanting to share it. I'm a, one of my my. What I call my superpower yep. is probably my ability to be inclusive. So I like to include everything and everybody, everyone in everything. And for me to be able to share something that that I love is empowers me nice. and, and really motivates me. Yeah. Now every retailer or business owner has had issues with supply over the last two years. Yeah. What's been the biggest issue that you've faced as DSC, and how did you fix it and solve it? Because I'm guessing there's been so many issues it's been unbelievable but what's the one where you've almost gone nah the bathtub the baby everything gone out the window <laughs> this isn't going to happen how did you solve it um to be honest um we haven't had any huge challenges in regards to supply 
Um, and I think, you know, we, we've got a very, very good relationship with our roaster yep. who brings the beans in um, from overseas roasting for us. And um, and we have a, a really clear agreement in terms of how that works. Um, and he he really looks after us. So, you know, we say, God, we need 200 kgs of beans tomorrow. He's like, yep. Really okay, really yep. So, so, so that is based on the relationship because we have a good, really good relationship. Um, I guess just just delays in in shipping and stuff like mm. that mm-hmm. has been a little bit difficult. So, you know, if we've we wanted to, uh, we've designed a new t-shirt and we're like, right, it's you know, I want to get it out, and they're like, oh, it takes a week to print, and then we got a week yeah. to quality check, and a week to get to you, and then so that's I think just been more frustrating than anything. But nothing's really got in the way to say oh, this isn't going to work. Yeah. I think if ever, if people came back and said oh, we don't like the coffee. <laughs> Yeah, that might have. That, yeah. that, that would have been the clincher, yeah. but um, great t-shirt, yeah, not so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just go to t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, to be, I mean, lo- loads of little challenges along the way, but nothing that's really gone. Oh, yeah. Uh oh, it's gonna work. I can see that there's lots of like thought clouds above your head as I'm talking <laughs> to you. What can we expect? Can we expect some more goodies from um, Deadly Sin Coffee in the future, or is your focus purely on? Let's go New Zealand's strongest brew. Let's keep on doing what we're doing with the merch. Obviously, like you said, you've got some more merch uh, coming and everything else. But are you looking at different blends or different stuff? Or yes, good question. And I'm not going to say it on air, but I'm going to give you a name for a potential brew later on uh, uh, that you might be able to use. But anyway, so ooh. Yeah, let's get back to the question. So, yeah. what can we expect? Some more goodies. Um, or are you just purely focused, laser focused on that New Zealand strongest coffee? Yep. Um, so, so at the moment, pretty niche in terms of really getting this right. Um, so focusing on that strong yep. coffee. However, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got so many ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got. I can um, tell. Yeah. Yep. One I'm not going to tell you about, but it yep. was actually uh, through a friend of mine who uh, works in marketing uh, floated an idea with me, and I was like, "That's brilliant," and it's. It's not necessarily about a different blend, but it's combining something which cool. gym goers out there will love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got a, l- a little bit of a kind of a, a product extension mm-hmm. for that. Um, and in terms of in terms of the merch, yes, there's absolutely more things we're going to do there with the coffee. Um, I'm I'm really I'm quite set on the blend because yep. I think that that's really that's what we're all about yes. and going to change that would really dilute what we're all about so really can stick in that however I am looking at things like espresso martini packs right. yep. for those who you yep. know like yep. a little pep before they go out for the night yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so doing some more product extensions like that yep yeah. okay right so if I said to you what's your Nirvana place for drinking coffee where would you say it was like if I said to you perfect day perfect setting everything else Where's your most ideal place to drink your coffee? Because to me, like, we both agreed that, you know, coffee for us is a social activity as well sometimes, blah, blah, blah. But I think every coffee drinker likes that moment where they're either sitting out on the deck and the phone's turned off and the rest of the world's gone. And they just drink that first mouthful of coffee and maybe read the paper or read a book or something. So what's your Nirvana place? Um, Oh, look. It's got to be my sparkle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I grew up with a sparkle, and I, yeah. I so I said to my husband um, a number of years ago for my fortieth birthday. Yeah, all I want is a sparkle. So, and that's what I got for my fortieth birthday. Hey, there's nothing wrong with um, that. And so, and I do. I quite often in the weekends, I will, uh, I wake up at like six in the morning and make myself 
a big coffee yep. and I'll go and I'll sneak past the kids' bedrooms nice. and I'll go and sit out there when the the sun's just coming out, the birds are in the trees, and I, I just go, I sit there and I go, oh, it's heaven. Yep. So that's really my nirvana. Gold, good work. One place or country that's on your bucket list to drink a coffee in. Like you said, you've done Paris, and I think from the sounds of it, you've, you've done New York as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so where's one place that you would really love to go and have a coffee and sit there and take in the experience? Because um, again, you know, it's a social activity, but lots of us, myself included, I love people watching when I'm drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. It's the best mm-hmm. game to play ever. Yeah. Uh, of all time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but where, is there any place that's on your bucket list now? I ask this now as the world's opening up and COVID is not going away, but it's being pushed into the corners. So mm-hmm. where's where's somewhere you'd want to go on your bucket list to go? That's where I wouldn't mind having a cup of coffee. Well, I'd, I've always, uh, I'm quite a beachy person, so I love I love the beach, I love the sun, and I've always wanted to go to the Maldives. Oh, Maldives, yeah, yep, yep. And uh, I always look at those overwater bungalows yep. and go, oh, one day, go, yeah, one yeah, day I'm yeah. going to make it there. Nice. So I can just imagine myself sitting out <clears throat> on the end of uh, one of those little bungalows over the water, my own little private plunge pool. Nice. <laughs> Dreams are free, right? Sitting ah. out there, looking out at the ocean, watching some fish in the water yep. with my coffee, and that would be my heaven. Sold. Right. Now the last question, it's a question we always ask most of our guests, apart from the ones that get repeated because... Their answer never changes. The day of Rick News come, uh, you are lying there in your casket. And uh, strangely enough, you can hear what people are saying about Angela. What would you want them to say about Angela on your day of reckoning? Oh, it's a tricky one, eh? Yeah. Well, I... I would want them... I'd want them to be really um, gregarious and happy and funny. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. because they would know that I would like that. Yep. <clears throat> and I would want them to talk about uh, all the fun that they had on our girls' weekends and our family holidays camping and all of the memories that we've built up. I would I would want to hear them actually celebrating that um, and probably talking about how a little bit crazy I am sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely have... Um, I suffer from major FOMO, so if there's a social event going on, I have to go. Yeah. Um, and so they would uh, they would make sure that that, that send-off's just bloody good fun, and they'd probably have a Jager bomb. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, either that or there's going to be lots of coffee for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now, so if you want to follow <laughs> uh, Deadly Sin Coffee yep. uh, on Instagram, it's... Mm-hmm. At Deadly Sin Coffee. Free, yep. On, you on Facebook? Yep, we're on Facebook. Yep. yep, same. Not Twitter though, mm. not yet. No, coming. No, so coming. Yeah. Okay. Well, yep. good. No worries. Get my hair um, and you've got your website. Your website is yep. So deadlysincoffee.co.nz. Yep. And you can go on there. You can, as I've done, uh, you can order product. You can order merchandise. Uh, the packaging is amazing. That was one of the coolest things I thought when I opened up the packet. I was like, I wonder how this is going to come because you know I've ordered some beans and some cats and I'm like. Wow, that's pretty cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so that was really awesome. cool. Um, so please make sure that you go and check it out. If you are a caffeine addict, oh, addict? No, that's not the right word. If you are a, cafe, a caffeine connoisseur, then definitely try it out. Um, you'll be amazed, and it is such a great brew. So congratulations to you, because it's awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you for being my guest on the Cappuccino Podcast. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. But please, do Constable Brian and I a favour, and be sure to subscribe, so you don't miss out on the next Cappuccino Podcast. Real people, real stories.